While at the 2017 IndieWeb Summit, I sat down with some of the participants to ask, why did you get involved with the IndieWeb? So my name is Lillian Kerbake, and my domain is anomalily.net. I got involved with the IndieWeb about three years ago because I create a ton of content all over the web and have been making websites for a long time, but hadn't really been taking back ownership of the content I was creating on places like Facebook and Flickr and Medium. And I was getting more and more frustrated in the ways that those places were controlling how I display things and even, you know, how I can monetize them. You know, I create a lot of creative work and then they go make money off of them and I don't. And so I started indie webifying my own website just so that I could have a way to have control of that content again. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Hello and welcome to This Week in the IndieWeb Audio Edition for the week of July 15th through 21st, 2017. This Week in the IndieWeb is a weekly digest of activities in the IndieWeb community at IndieWeb.org. It contains recent and upcoming events, posts from Indie News, and a summary of wiki edits. This Week in the IndieWeb is sent out on Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, with this audio edition appearing the following day. You can find the web edition of This Week in the IndieWeb, including all links and an archive of all past editions, at IndieWeb.org this-week. Events Homebrew Website Club is a bi-weekly meetup of people passionate about or interested in creating, improving, building, and designing their own website. Most meetings take place every other Wednesday from 6.30pm to 7.30pm, with an optional quiet writing hour from 5.30pm to 6.30pm beforehand. Homebrew Website Club will meet in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada on Tuesday, July 25th. The next regularly scheduled Homebrew Website Club meeting will be Wednesday, July 26th with Berlin, Brighton, Baltimore, and San Francisco confirmed so far. Additionally, congratulations to the two newest Homebrew Website Club meetups in Wellington, New Zealand, and Frederick, Maryland, which will also meet on that day. And there will be a virtual Homebrew Website Club meetup at Central European Time. If you're an organizer, please remember to update the wiki with information about your venue, times, and how to RSVP. And remember, you can always find info about the next upcoming Homebrew Website Club meetups at IndieWeb.org next-hwc. Interested in starting a Homebrew Website Club in your city? It can be as simple as grabbing a friend and heading to your favorite coffee shop, bar, living room, or any other meeting place. You can find plenty of information about Homebrew Website Club, including tips for how to organize your own, at IndieWeb.org HWC. Coming up on July 26th at the offices of Mozilla in London, England, is Meet the Tag, an opportunity for developers to meet and chat with members of the W3C Technical Architecture Group. For more info and to register for the event, check out the link in the newsletter. All IndieWeb events are volunteer-run, so if you are interested in helping organize, getting the word out, finding sponsors, and more, let us know in the chat at chat.indieweb.org. Here's a brief summary of posts collected this week by Indie News, a community-curated list of articles relevant to the IndieWeb. You can read more or submit posts of your own at news.indieweb.org. Aaron Parecki at AaronParecki.com published a post announcing a new feature to his WebMention handling service at WebMention.io. The WebMention.io dashboard now shows the last several WebMentions that have been received and allows users to delete them if desired. Daniel Goldsmith at Ascreus.org, that's A-S-C-R-A-E-U-S.org, published a post titled Making It Micropub. 
In it, Goldsmith describes his decision to build a Micropub server endpoint for his Hugo-based static website, as well as the resources he used to build it in PHP. You can find a link to the free and open-source implementation known as Nanopub in the article. Drew McClellan at allintheHead.com published a post titled Implementing Web Mentions. In the post, McClellan gives a short history of discussion and commenting on the web, the nuts and bolts of web mentions and how they enable discussions between independent websites, and how he implemented web mention support for the Perch CMS as a replacement for a classic comment system. And now, a selection of this week's updates from the IndieWeb Wiki at IndieWeb.org. Community and Concepts A new page has been created for a proposed IndieWeb Social Network Trailer Acid Test at I-S-N-T-A-T-E-S-T. That's isn't a test if you're spelling it out. The work-in-progress test seeks to define features and interactions on and between independent websites which match features from Facebook as depicted in the trailer for the film The Social Network. A list of these features by time index has been added to the The Social Network page. Additionally, the SWAT0 page has been updated with some common misconceptions about the Social Web Acid Test Level 0. A new page has been created for Indie Webcamp Kit a minimum set of supplies that help run an indie webcamp, including links for where to source them. Examples include large 8x6-inch sticky notes for session proposals, name tag stickers, various stickers for indie web microformats and other building blocks, and more. A new page has been created for leaders. Leaders summits are half-day events for past and present organizers of indie webcamps and homebrew website club meetups. The next Leader Summit is tentatively scheduled to occur before Indie Web Camp Berlin in November of this year. A list of issues to discuss has been started on the page. A link was added to the Indie Web for Journalism page to a July 12th post by Richard McManus at richardmcmanus.com titled, Creating an Archive of My Online Writing from 2002 to 2017. In it, McManus describes the process by which he tracked down 15 years worth of posts across several online publications creating archival posts on his site that linked out to the originals, or, in some cases, to old archive.org copies of articles whose sites have since changed. Services and Organizations The IndieWeb for Education page has been updated with several links to resources and examples related to teaching the web via IndieWeb, specifically using the known CMS and WordPress. A link was added to the Accelerated Mobile Pages page to a June 26 post by Alex Crass at alexcrass.com titled, I Decided to Disable AMP on My Site. In it, the author describes several common problems that publishers face when creating versions of their content for Google's AMP publishing platform, but specifically calls out a lack of user choice and benefits for the user as reasons not to participate in the system. The article ends with concrete steps that other publishers could take to remove their content from AMP. A link was added to the Silo Quits page to a July 14th post by Ken Lane at kenlane.com titled, I flushed the last nine years of my Facebook profile. In it, Lane describes the reasons for and the process by which he removed all but the most recent year of content from his Facebook profile. The WebMention page was updated with a link to a post by Michael McAllister at wpmudev.org titled, What the new WebMention and Annotation W3C Standards Mean for WordPress. 
The article serves as an introduction to the specs at a high level, but also includes instructions for installing and configuring plugins for WordPress to take advantage of them. IndieWeb Development A new page was created for stream.thatmustbe.us, an open-source project and hosted service for converting microformats to markup into the JSON-based JF2 format and vice versa. The feature for converting JF2 to microformats2 can be used, along with a stylesheet, to render a full HTML page. For example, Tantek Celik uses the service embedded in an iframe to display RSVPs to his indie event posts using data from webmention.io. A handful of pages are in flux to give more clarity to the idea of IndieAuth as a protocol for authenticating users with their domain or URL, as compared with the IndieAuth.com web service, which provides a specific implementation. Interested developers and wiki gardeners should check out the IndieAuth, non-interactive IndieAuth, and IndieAuth.com pages. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you for listening. This English version of This Week in the Indie Web Audio Edition was read and produced by Marty McGuire. If you have suggestions for improving this audio edition of the newsletter, please feel free to contact Marty in the IndieWeb chat. This Week in the IndieWeb and the Indie News services are provided by Aaron Parecki. Music for this episode included the tracks Day 85, Suit, Day 48, Glitch, Day 49, Floating, Day 9, and Day 11 of Aaron Parecki's 100 Days of Music project. Find out more at 100.aaronparecki.com. Learn more about the IndieWeb at IndieWeb.org, and join the discussion via Slack, IRC, or the web at chat.indieweb.org. <laughs>